0: All right. Welcome to IV Talks. This is your host, Finus Syringer Stripping the Fourth, and today's episode is Fitness, Sports, and Lifestyle, Episode 1, Supplement Nutrition, and I am here with my guest, Mr. Grant Jones. How you doing, Grant?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. How you doing?
0: Good, good, good. All right, so to kick it off, let's tell the people about yourself, like where you're from, how'd you get to where you are, and kind of what you're doing now. Give us, the, give us your backstory.
1: All right, so I played football with finest. We both went and played at Mizzou together. Um, I finished up in two thousand eighteen, which was just a little over two years ago now. Um didn't have any obligations back in Columbia. My family moved or my mom and my my parents and my sister, they both they all move up to Philly. My dad got a job up there. My brother's playing football over at Illinois, so I was the last one in Columbia, so didn't have any obligations back in Columbia. And I just started dating my girlfriend out here in St. Louis. So instead of driving up every weekend, I just decided to move out here um, whenever that time came. So I was doing a little uh, social media advertising, um, with whole COVID craziness, took a little step back from that. So I wasn't taking any too many risks with that. Um, but now I'm actually working at uh, something superstore out here. So um, getting all the crazy knowledge um, with, nutrition and whatnot and i thought i knew a lot already because i mean as you already know i mean we were trained by right uh sports nutritionists and they were giving us all the info but they we got left out of a lot of information so yeah so that's where i'm at right now about to get my NASM, and yeah so all right cool so um, and how, how
0: long have you been with the, uh, Submit Superstore?
1: Uh, relatively new. Um, I got there about two or three months ago. Um, okay. and I mean, even with that, I mean, they just bombard you with all this new information. Cause like they, you, they throw you in the fire whenever you're ready to go like done with the training. Like I actually got done with training early because the store I was at, um, lost a few people. And so they threw me in the fire like a week and a half earlier than I was supposed to. So I had to just get up and go and just go with what I knew because, I mean, especially at, like, supplement stores, I mean, or at supplement superstore individually, I mean, you have to be the authority figure. Um, definitely not trying to badmouth anyone, but, like, with su- a lot of supplement places, they just kind of, like, sit behind the desk and, like, ca- check you out or whatever. But we definitely try to make a difference in making sure people are right. actually hitting their goals and whatnot. So Right, it's a lot more like, hands-on. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's a lot more, honestly, it's a lot more, like, rewarding, too, because, I mean, it's not just, like, a typical retail store. Like, we're, like, we hear stories of, like, people coming back and, like, like, faithful customers, and, like, they actually, like, go and hang out with some of the people that we work with because they've built such a bond because they've helped them so dramatically with their health and nutrition and whatnot and working out. So, yeah, it's definitely really cool, though.
0: Sounds like, and that's the the best way to learn, really, is when they just throw you in there.
1: No, yeah, for sure, because, I mean, before, I mean, you're you're reading a whole bunch, so, I mean, the first few weeks of training, you're just looking at pieces of paper and trying to absorb as much information as possible, but, like, honestly, like, you're not, the information, having that base information is good, but you're really not going to know how to apply it until you're actually in there, like, doing it, like physically, because I mean, we'll do like role playing and whatnot, but role playing is completely different beast in and of itself outside of actually helping a, a real customer. So it's um, definitely a whole different experience. I mean, you learn so much each and every day just from going, and interacting with customers and, and uh, teaching them. Right, right. All right. So we're going to get into the first few
0: stuff that I have planned for today. Um, so first off, regardless of, so I know there's a difference between, you know, dieting or supplement training, just supplements mm-hmm. or training for losing and gaining weight, but just as a general like rule of thumb, um, what would be your top three to five supplements that are just regardless of what your fitness goal is, just for being in shape in general, what, what would you say are three top three to five, like most important supplements?
1: Supplements? Well, um. Definitely number one would be a greens powder. Um, First Form actually makes the best quality greens powder I've ever personally tried. Um, I don't think but anyone else actually has a better greens powder than them because what they actually do use is low temp processing with all of their supplements. And right. basically what that means is that they don't expose their supplements to high temperatures which actually basically cooks out the um uh, the nutrients in them so you get the most out of it and a lot of times you get greens powder and it's like really chalky and whatnot uh right. it was exposed to high heat which it's i mean it'll it definitely get some stuff done but it's not going to be the exact same but yeah greens powder is definitely number one because so i mean that's gonna that applies to literally everyone um the opti greens it levels out like your gut microbiomes which is just fancy words for saying there's good and bad bacteria in your stomach and it makes sure it's not too much bad in there um and and also helps you digest your um nutrients that you're intaking like your the food the protein that you're taking it helps digest that a lot faster gets it through your system turns it into energy and then gets it out instead of storing it as fat and it's literally hands down the number one it's absurd and like what's also i love about it is that it helps with bloating as well with the whole probiotic blend and the digestive enzymes in there those two working together like you'll like especially right now i'm trying to like put on muscle lean down so i'm in taking a lot of protein and food throughout the days so right. i feel like really heavy at the end of the day do i take the greens and i'm like stupid light right before i go to bed like it's it's so fast acting and you can actually notice the difference we've actually had people come in saying that, um, it's actually helped their anxiety. Cause I mean, really, dude, I mean, yeah, dude. Cause I mean, your gut's like the second brain to your body. And so if your gut's not doing what it's supposed to be doing, the rest of your body's not a refunctioning process. It isn't going to be functioning properly. So, um, I was surprised with that one. That one's definitely not on the label of like what it'll benefit. But I mean, if your gut's been acting up, I mean, who knows what it'll affect because, <clears throat> um, yeah cuz it's crazy but yeah for sure definitely the greens powder um for someone trying to what was it to, to or general health yeah just um,
0: just in general
1: um i would definitely say protein would be next because you can have you can load up on carbs I mean, your body's going to use carbs first for energy which is obviously good but if you're not getting any protein in you're just going to be you won't be preserving your muscle so it'll just keep getting broken down as you go about your days and the more muscle you have the the quote-unquote easier it is to burn fat so i mean if you're just trying to stay healthy i mean if the more fat you have the Less healthy you are so obviously you're trying to stay as fit as possible so protein is going to be huge that's going to help you put on muscle and burn fat and that goes for everyone i mean women too i mean it's not going to make you all bulky or whatnot um protein the only thing that will make women bulky is if they're taking like steroids or something like that so that's the one thing that a lot of women are afraid of is they take too much protein they're going to get absolutely jacked out of their mind that's not how it works at all
0: yeah, I got a couple um, female clients that are just worried about taking a lot of, a lot of protein because they think they're just gonna have like these huge arms and
1: no, giant yeah, shoulders
0: what... just because of the protein. It's like, no, that's not really how it works.
1: No, yeah, not at all. Yeah, that's so what. Another another side note from protein. I mean, another huge thing that I've learned over the the years is like quality of protein and like the types of protein to actually go for, like whey versus. The, casein or yeah whatever. yeah yeah the whey protein isolate i mean got yeah, casein um there's whey there's i mean if you're like vegan they have like plant-based, plant-based proteins yeah you know? um but like even like whey protein isolates that are made for post-workout and kind of what they do and then also the whey one that you're talking about which are like the sustained assimilating shakes which right. are going mi- to mimic more like whole foods, something that you would use like in between meals as snacks um Cause I mean, that's what, I mean, I mean, you know, dude, when we were at Mizzou, they were just like, yeah, get your 40 grams of protein in every two to three hours or so. And they were giving us like those, uh, <laughs> those pre-made muscle milks and shit, <laughs> yeah. bro, those were, I mean, they, I mean, I believe them. I mean, they were the, the authority figure at the time. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm just going to throw this back after my workout. I'm about to get freaking swole, man. And not actually thinking like, Hmm, this is called muscle milk. Milk typically lasts a few weeks, and why is this able to actually last months on? Like the ended? shelf First life on it is, is ex- yeah, it's ridiculous. Exactly. No, yeah. So that's what that's what it takes away from the protein. People, I mean, it makes it a lot easier. That's why gyms sell those because they can just like grab something and go. It's more for like but,
0: the, the retail side, the business side of it. longer yeah. shelf life; they don't have to go through as much in exactly. terms of the quality.
1: Yeah, and you, and they also know that people are lazy. They're not going to, I mean, some people are so lazy that they won't bring their protein and supplements to the gym to take it afterwards. So they'll just grab something on their way back to work or whatnot. And they're just wasting their money at that point because they're getting more preservatives and other crap that their body doesn't need. Right. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, protein is huge. That's something I found out. A lot about recently as well, um, and like when to use it. Um, so protein would definitely be second, third for general health. I would say uh, multivitamins because you're you're only gonna be able to get so many vitamins throughout the day, throughout your meals, and making sure your body's has all of its bases covered with the nutrients that it needs. Uh, multivitamins come in hand. I, I I personally use it as like an insurance policy, right, just to just make sure case. that I'm covered. Yeah, just just in case, because I mean, it's you never know what's going to happen, honestly. And I mean, there's so many different nutrients that your body needs that we have absolutely no idea. Uh, I mean, obviously, people have like go into detail about it and they figure out every single thing. That's why they put in the supplements and whatnot. But like everyday people, they're not going to look up to see. What food has this vitamin? and What they need right. to get at this time, and blah blah blah. So yeah. that's what multi vitamins is. Yeah, they're not the yeah, keeping track of all of that. Yeah, they're not keeping track. Of like, all right, have I had enough zinc for today? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, that was definitely the uh, greens powder, whatever kind you like. But honestly, the Opti Greens for first form is the best quality that you'll get out of it. Protein uh, again, making sure it's low temp process as well. I mean, you can definitely get some results out of um, high temp process protein, but definitely look for the best results uh, quickest, definitely low temp, and then multivitamins for sure.
0: Awesome. It's a good list, good insight. So now we're going to switch to more like your personal experiences and goals. And so what I, what I want to know is what, like right now, so, you know, we're both done with football. Mm-hmm. well right now what are your fitness goals like what, what goals do you have set for yourself m- even maybe you know short term or long term
1: mm-hmm. well right now i'm trying to just ab- get at least absolutely shredded as possible right now dude that covid messed me up big time <laughs> the I covid was 20 doing, the covid 20 like literally no joke covid 20 i put on a good 20 pounds during covid not even joking but no yeah so i mean those homework guys i mean as everyone probably knows i mean Home workouts, they're I mean, unless you got a home gym, it's hard to stay motivated from those. Oh, and they they don't I get was, it done for me at all. No, not at all. That's what I mean. I would do like I'm I'm used to picking up heavy stuff and putting it down, not just doing body weight and band band shit. So right, I was I was going hard that first two weeks, and that third week hit, and I was like, eh, I'll take a day off, and then two days <laughs> and three days, and then I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. I've been working out ten years. I can take a few months off already. right?
0: <laughs> yeah, for, uh, no, for you know me, I'm I'm still in that phase. I'm still trying to get as humanly as big, humanly as big as possible as I can uh-huh. possibly get. No, I'm yeah, just, that's what I will never leave that phase. No, yeah, I'm so trying honestly, to get like two forty five, bro. Do that shit, bro. Hell yeah, just as you jacked. I want to crack sidewalks as I walk. <laughs> Just can't even scratch
1: my head. That's how big I'm trying to get. Shit, you damn near there already. I'm, I'm trying. Dry. No, but right. yeah, that's what you definitely... Well, because, like, I know you've been going at that weight gain for, like, a long time. I mean, honestly, I'm through college and high school, I'm assuming. So, like, what's kind of, like... What is it bringing in, like, specific setbacks that you've had that's kind of, oh, like... Man delayed you or like have you seen like you've like plateaued with certain things or whatever
0: yeah so 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 um so yeah i moved to for for those that don't know i moved to san antonio texas um after i I got done with football at mizzou and i'm here in grad school so when i moved out here i decided to you know i got a membership to a gym and i was like i want to start competing in uh uh powerlifting so I was going to get my USA mm, powerlifting yeah. car, but I wasn't satisfied with my weight because, you know, I struggled through gaining weight all through college. Yeah. I, when I first got to college, I was at like 165 pounds. I ended up getting up to like 200 for one camp. It was too heavy. So I shredded, I shredded back down to like 180. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once I got done, um, after like pro day, I was like 180. Once I got done with that, I, that's when I really wanted to start gaining my weight back. And so um, I my goal was, this was a year ago, last summer of 2019, I went to gain a lot mm-hmm. of weight before I tried to sign up for this powerlifting stuff because I just wasn't mm-hmm. satisfied with my weight and in the, in the just pushing stuff. Yeah. So um, I my goal was by this August, so by the end of this month, August of 2020, I wanted to be like 205. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up, I was doing good. I was going to the gym. I got up to like 195, 198. And then COVID hits, so I'm I get yeah. stuck back to the home gym. So I started losing all the muscle. My problem was maintaining the muscle because I mm-hmm. went from bench pressing, deadlifting, squatting, you know, five days, five six days a week, to me just doing like band pull aparts and pushups.
1: Exactly, brother. Was... For, for like two months, <laughs> I, I was doing freaking body squats. I was doing lunges. If I'm doing right. lunges, you know I'm desperate. I absolutely, just. <laughs> <can do lunges. laughs> but. It's just all bad. But, uh, and then
0: every time, so my, so every time I travel, so I go home, I drive home. It's like a 15 uh-huh. hour drive. And every time I drive home, I'm the type of driver, I do not stop for anything. Yeah. I will pee, I will pee in a Gatorade bottle before I stop. <laughs> the only thing I stop for is to get gas. So yeah. I don't eat. I will go 15 hours and eat like two or three things because I'm just trying to get home. I will, when I get home, I will, pay, I will have lost six pounds.
1: That's what, like, what you don't eat. You don't like pack any, bro, like travel so, goodies or nothing, bro.
0: I will. I will. So like on my way out, I will get food and then I am driving. When I stop to get gas, I'll get like a honey bun from the gas station or like Mm-mm. some beef jerky. I'm That's on the road I'm and I'm on the road. And then so and then I won't drink anything because I'm not trying to because once I pee in a Gatorade bottle, I have to empty it somehow. So I have to like yeah. stick my arm out the window going seventy-five miles an hour pour out a pee bottle, and it gets all over my arm.
1: <laughs>
0: and then, then I'll pee right. in it again, so I don't drink that much. So I'll lose a bunch of water weight, and then I'll just mm. lose weight from not eating. And it, it sets me back, like, five pounds every time I go home. Holy but, yeah, but, uh, no, I'm back up to, like, um, I, I weigh in. I, I'm back up to, like, 196, right around 196, 197.
1: Um nice. But I'm – you know, I'm trying so to. You I, like, I,
0: yeah,
1: you like what? uh, Nine pounds away then? The yeah.
0: So honestly, if COVID <clears> never <throat> hit, I probably would be.
1: Cause no, I was. because yeah. there was
0: a there was like a month, the month before the gyms closed. I was like two o three consistently, two o three. And then it just I got down to one ninety. The two two or three months that I was just at the home at the house lifting. Which I mm-hmm. thought, you know, since I won't be as active, I was still eating a lot, that it would just I'd be able to maintain, but it just it just didn't take. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm like nine pounds away, but I might move it back a month because I'm still working on it. But yeah,
1: honestly, I feel like you have to give yourself that because I mean, no one expected COVID, obviously, is so. That's everyone back. I mean, unless you have, unless people like they had like home gyms or whatever. Or, yeah. Like, they they worked in a gym where they still had access to it, but like, yeah, that's no one saw that coming at all. At all.
0: Um. But I'm gonna go over my <laughs> my list of supplements I'm taking right now, mm-hmm. and then we'll, we'll we'll get your list. So okay. So right now, I am on. Actually, I'm getting up to go over here. All right. So right now I have like, I've concocted this, this monstrosity of a protein <laughs> shake. And so it's, it's this whey protein. So, so have, like, all right. So do you know if, uh essential amino acids?
1: Yeah. So essential amino acids yeah. are am- amino acids that your body can't produce on. So.
0: Right. So I found this, um I found this little, I basically, so I'm taking this essential amino acid, but it's a formula where it has BCAAs and the EAAs, and it mm-hmm. has electrolytes for hydration. And ever since I started taking those, I love it. Like, I can feel the mm-hmm. difference. No, you yeah. But Honestly, that... you,
1: don't, you don't even need to throw BC... If you, Are you throwing BCAAs in there? I'll, no, as it's, well it's as...
0: mixed in it. It's mixed in it. It's like a, like oh, a okay. one formula for just
1: everything. Well, just so you know, so BCAAs and EAAs, they're a lot alike, and they're used for basically the same thing, that what's different between them is that BCAAs only has three amino acids, while EAs has all nine, so it's a more full spectrum, so what they both do is stop the muscle breakdown process during your workout, so I mean, I personally take it, like, um, before or during workouts, or something like that, or you can, like, just drink them throughout the day, honestly, if you just want something good to to sip on, but yeah, so that's what they do. They stop the muscle breakdown process. But EA, since it's a more full spectrum, it actually puts your body back in an anabolic state of building muscle, burning fat. So it's, they, EAs is basically bCAs 2.0.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. Thing.
1: So I need, yeah, I need all of that. I need yeah, all, of that.
0: <laughs> all of it. But, so I got, so I got my whey protein uh, powder and then I throw in the cytocarp from at Mizzou. Mm-hmm. I buy the Cytocarb, the little Cytocarb thing. And I throw in carbs because this protein is a low carb. It's really a fat. Yeah. Uh, it's really like a weight loss protein. Yeah. So I throw in some Cytocarb, mm-hmm. then I throw in some Beta aline, some cre- Creatine Monohydrate, and then I throw in some HMB, and I mix all that together in my shake, and I mix it with milk. Which we'll 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 get to talking about the controversy of milk, but my mm-hmm. personal preference. I love milk. I, I throw in no, the yeah. worst possible milk possible. Whole milk is my <laughs> That's my bro.
1: I'm all over it. I'm for no, it. yeah. That's what's up, man. No, yeah. So, uh wait, so beta, you throw beta alanine in there? Yes, bro. Do it. What, what do you throw that in there for? Everything. Everything? everything so i've personally only seen it in like pre-workouts or like pumps so that's kind of like what's going to give you those tingles and what's in those oh yeah i need all the tingles. so you, all right you just want a little tingly protein shake yeah i just want a tingly protein shake. <laughs> it's it's
0: great because uh it's not flavored and it dissolves mm-hmm. well so like it doesn't mess with the uh
1: with the it doesn't really texture. mess with yeah no yeah for sure then i think i've actually i might be mistaken there's no, some... I think
0: you're, I think you're right. Cause I was taking my shakes before, but I've moved them to after and I just didn't feel like, se- like taking a whole nother different type of drink for my
1: beta. No. Yeah. So I yeah,
0: just kept sure. it with the, <clears throat> with the shake.
1: No. Yeah. So you're taking those pre-work or post-workout. <clears throat> yeah. Like as soon as I get back to the house with,
0: with uh, so I, when I get done, when I get back, I immediately cook and then I eat with the shake. Cause my shake is mm-hmm. like 700 calories. So if yeah. I drink it first, it's going to destroy my appetite and I won't want, I don't want to, I won't want to eat. Oh, so I yeah, try to yeah. eat and then I drink it.
1: Gotcha. Dude. Yeah. That's what I mean. Obviously I'm not going to be here to tell you what to do at all. Cause obviously you know a lot about everything already, but if I would post workouts, the only time I would actually advise supplementing um, protein. So the, with the different protein I was talking about earlier, So, there's whey protein isolate, which is made for post-workout. That's different than, like, the casein or the sustained insulin protein shakes that I was talking about. Because those are actually going to break down in, like, 10 to 30 minutes. Absolutely flood your body with nutrients that it needs. So, I mean, if you're trying to put on size... And you're throwing back that protein shake and food. The food, I mean, dude, it's great that you're getting that that protein, those carbs in, for sure, post-workout, because that's what your body needs. It's just the fact that since those are more like whole foods, it's going to take two to three hours for your body to actually absorb all of it. Of which Um, one? Of the food or of the shake? Of both. Because with using milk, with using uh, those cytocarbs, and I'm going to what was the protein that you're using uh
0: whey whey isolate
1: oh so you're using whey isolate yeah okay yeah so yeah so keep using the whey isolate but i would definitely advise using water cuz the, the purpose of the whey
0: isolate uh don't say that grant
1: <laughs> uh is the water whey isolate, the purpose uh. Let me let me just let me just let you know what the purpose. Great, of the go ahead. Is. You're, the, you're the expert. You're the expert. So so the isolate what that does it breaks down super fast. That's the purpose right. of why it's it's literally stripped of all lactose and all the right. extra stuff that regular protein has. And so putting any extra stuff in it slows down the process and basically turns it back into a uh, uh, a sustained cycling shake. So that milk will slow down that digestion process. Um, Cytocarbs might. I know it is a carb. I have to double check on... I think that's more of like a carb you throw in, like a meal replacement shake. Um, so you'd want to use like a post-workout glucose, something like it's the most fine uh, form of a carb possible. Because uh, we have stuff. It's called like ignition or DGC. Basically, it's so fine that it bypasses the liver. Because every carb is... Is turned into a glucose or glycogen or whatever, which that process happens in the liver. So that's what takes so long. So by putting something like ignition or DGC in your whey protein isolate, that's going to absolutely bypass that liver process and just go straight to refueling your body. Because there's like there's two things that happen to your body post workout, and that's one, especially if you're doing like the workouts that you're doing, where you're picking stuff up, putting it down, and getting absolutely like exhausted, like those high-intensity workouts. Yeah, Because <clears throat> you're depleting your, your glycogen stores, which is your muscle's main source of energy. That's why you're really tired and exhausted after workouts. And then you break down your muscle fibers, and your body actually needs to replenish those fuel sources, those fuel stores first. And your body's smart enough that if you just take protein in, it'll – it knows that it needs energy first, so it'll actually convert that protein into glycogen anyways, and you're just wasting your money and time on just using protein. So throwing in, like, a post-war glucose in there, you'll see some – that's what, like, whenever I got back from uh, the whole COVID lockdown, actually got back in the gym, using, like, a post-war glucose, I was barely sore at all. Because that's what usually after, especially not working out for – Two three months and then just going all out that first week. Oh yeah! I, oh my I gosh! I would usually be dummy store like. I can't walk. Stiff. Like, no, like, can't get like, out of like, bed. Exactly, like laying down hurts. And dude, yeah, it's because what that does. I mean, it helps the recovery process speed up that much faster. And so, yeah, so you're basically
0: like, saying just, just, just dump like a cup of sugar in my shakes. is Basically, what so
1: is. no, so not a cup of shakes. So what's <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. So what, uh, like, what's different between table sugar and a post glucose is table sugar has is made of like fructose and sucrose, right? Um, and that still has to go through the liver to get digested, which post workout glucose is really the most fine source of a carb that you can possibly get to get that rapid assimilating process in your body. And then definitely keep throwing that creatine in there because if you're trying to put on size, that's perfect for that. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Alright, since yeah. since we're since we're on that topic, um, about the different things. So, alright, okay, this is this is like a segue. Okay, since we're on this about uh, post workouts and all this stuff, have you been on any just crazy? I have a story for you. After you're gonna go first, so I have okay. a story for you. This was this is my this is senior year, so you, you had uh, already like medically retired, bro. But mm-hmm. I have a story. Yeah. Cra- any crazy diets you have gone on? They're just didn't work out or worked out too well or like you were just shook
1: a crazy diet um well probably the craziest one i did was intermittent fasting that shit sucked at first my body got used to it but um what is that so it's what i did was i um i would only eat between 12 p.m and 8 p.m oh Oh, so no. yeah, so I would wake up, I would drink water, I would have coffee, maybe go work out, and then I wouldn't eat until twelve o'clock and then I would have my meals between twelve and eight, and then I would let my body fast for that whatever sixteen hours or whatever it is till I feel like night. I would die that's what it <laughs> it was definitely really tough effort. did you
0: did you have did you have headaches from that? Um, like how, how intense were your workouts when you were doing this?
1: They were intense, probably not as tense as they normally would, because if I'm, especially when I was working out in the morning and I was running on fumes at that point, I could only lift so much, probably. I don't remember exactly how my workouts were going because it was like this time last year, but, um, I mean, it, it worked to an extent. Like I lost like 10, 15 pounds in like two weeks. Um, but like what's also huge about losing weight is that people don't realize that there's a lot that goes into your actual weight itself. So I probably lost oh, right. yeah. I, I probably lost a lot of muscle in that process. And I was like, look, like looking back on it now, like I was happy that I lost that weight, but like was it the right weight though? Yeah, at what cost? Exactly. Yeah. So that's what that's something that, like I've struggled with big time It's like getting rid of that like stubborn fat. Cause like I, my, that lower, that lower stomach fat is something that I've yeah, always had. That's,
0: that's like the hardest thing to get Dude, rid of.
1: Yeah. I call it my, my little inner tube. Cause it's, it's my little inner tube around my, my lower waist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, yeah. So that has been a struggle. Cause like, obviously everyone says, Oh yeah, yeah. you gotta be in a caloric deficit to lose weight, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, like, I took that and, like, ran with it, but I ran with it way too hard and way too long, and I realized I was in, like, a 1,500 caloric deficit for oh my gosh. over, yeah, I didn't even realize it. I was just trying to, like, cut back on what I was eating, and what I found was my body actually got used to having that dramatically low of calories for so long, so it wasn't it was like in a constant survival mode, like it was holding on to fat and because I didn't know like the next time I was going to eat, if I was, if it was going to like eat enough or whatever. So that's what actually, right before COVID, I tried doing a little reverse dieting. Um, I was talking about that a little bit ago. I tried to do a little reverse dieting, which is slowly increasing your calories each week to get to a point where you're in a, Huge surplus, so basically it's supposed to kickstart your metabolism um to get it back into gear and whatnot. And then obviously with the whole gym shutting down, that was a huge mess because I was eating like damn near four thousand calories a day, and I was sitting <laughs> sitting on my ass doing nothing. So I was like, you know what, whatever. So yeah, that didn't go as planned. So right now I'm trying to backtrack.
0: Okay. Let me tell you about this, bro. So, this is this is this is going a little going a little bit before camp of twenty twenty eighteen. I'm like uh-huh. I'm knocking on the two hundreds, bro. I'm feeling mm-hmm. good about myself, right? And so I'm so I want to I'm trying to like just whatever I'm looking up diets that just get you jacked like fast, right? Uh-huh. So, have you heard the uh, carnivore diet? Carnivore
1: diet, I have not.
0: I got a story for you. So the carnivore <laughs> diet is, is straight meat. It's the most counterintuitive diet you could possibly think of. Because when I was telling people about it, they're like, oh, my gosh, you're going to get fat. No, 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 no. It's straight meat. No carbs. What? No sugar. So, like, you was on some no, keto shit? It's, like, it's the exact opposite of keto. It's straight meat, bro. Straight meat. Well, oh, keto is – Well, I guess – no, no, no. Carbs. You're right. It's it's similar. It's similar to keto. It's but straight it's
1: more, more meat. More emphasis on meat. Okay, yeah.
0: Right. It's like – it's just like – yeah. It low low carbs, low sugar, like just straight protein and calories, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like – and I've, I've been reading online. I saw like this professional swimmer that said like he did this diet for like two months. was in the best shape of his life and he got jacked mm-hmm. and he got shredded because you literally just flood fat because you're not taking in – you're taking almost no fat no carbs like all the fat in your body just sheds off right
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i i didn't know that at the time that you because you know me i'm low body fat percentage yeah. so if i lose any more fat i'll die <laughs> anyway yeah. so i start this diet where i could i i only did it for a week bro let me tell you about this bro so first of all making the meals is terrible because because like if you have a steak it's just a steak yeah like my my breakfast was like And I I tweaked it just a little bit. So before practice, I'd have, like, the Gatorade nutrition shakes to give me just enough carbs to get through practice, Mm -hmm. right? But after that, no carbs whatsoever. And I was drinking milk at certain times just to give my body just enough fuel to get through football. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, like, my breakfast would be, like, eggs, bacon, okay? And then, like, lunch would be a pork chop and some sausage. And then uh, dinner would be, like, I don't know, a burger patty. With some, like, bacon. I literally did bacon with every meal because that's the only thing I could stomach. <laughs> with a burger know. patty, bacon, and, like, some more bacon. Mm. When I tell you, I had cotton mouth 24-7 because <laughs> I had no carbs holding in any kind of water. Yeah. Grant, I was knocking on 200. After the fifth day, I was in the 70s, bro.
1: You would drop to 170? In
0: five days, I went from, like, 198 to 170. What the Because f- I was just... I was just losing weight. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing, the thing, and then I had a consi- I had a consistent headache for five straight days. Oh, my no. blood sugar was low. I was doing all this, like, you know, you know, our, our workouts, they're intense. They're, oh, some, yeah. they're like hour and a half long workouts. Yeah. And then we're going out and running. So, and then my body wouldn't hold any water because I wouldn't taking any carbs. Uh-huh. So I would drink something. And I'd have to pee 10 minutes later. And I was just pissing out the stuff I just drank. So I was I was almost always dehydrated. Blood sugar was low, constant headache. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> but in the back of my head, in the back of my head I was like, if somebody's trying to lose weight, this is it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like this is how you do it. Yeah. It's
0: straight meat. It's literally straight meat. Uh-huh.
1: That's crazy.
0: But no, I I had to get off of that after a week. I was like, nah, bro. No, I can't yeah. be in the 70s. No, yeah. I'm ai am a, I'm a fifth-year senior, and I have been in the 70s since my freshman year. I was like, this can't happen. Yeah, I'm at SEC. that's
1: crazy. In five days? Oh, it was ridiculous. Well, you, so I tried to. you t- do I have a f- stupid metabolism to begin with.
0: Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> like, people are like, oh, my gosh, I'd love to have that problem. No, 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 no. You don't understand what it's like to constantly be hungry after you just ate an hour ago. And, like, when I try to – it's funny. When I moved out here, for some reason, when I moved out here, it might be the heat down in Texas. But my metabolism got faster when I moved down here.
1: Really? Yeah. So I was eating.
0: I was eating like four meals a day in Colombia, right? Mm-hmm. I get out here, and I'm still eating like same schedule, same same type of food, same like size and everything. But for some reason, I was still hungry. Yeah. I got. I was more hungry than you. So I added like a fifth meal. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I'm eating like five, six thousand calories a day, and that's just to maintain my weight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what... So like, I mean, we, it's almost a curse. No, usually we suggest to get six meals in a day regardless if you're trying to build or lose weight. Yeah. That's basically... It just keeps your metabolism going. That's what... Because especially in the company I'm with now, there's a lot of people that actually um, competed in, like, bodybuilding shows and whatnot. <laughs> and so what a lot of people actually do is they'll eat their five to six meals throughout the week and... um um, but it's like they're in a caloric deficit, and then whenever it gets to the weekend, they'll actually like pick out, and what that does is it actually kickstarts their metabolism and um gives them like an extra like oomph or whatever. Right. Because that's what they'll like. They were saying like literally the night before they would actually do a show. They'll like smash like a whole pizza or like a burger and fries or something like that, and then in the morning they'll be slimmer and i'm like don't they like
0: dehydrate themselves at the same Um,
1: time yeah so that is a a big thing they do as well is to try to like make your skin tighter right i guess so i haven't figured out the exact science behind it but yeah this week we actually had a few people come in and um get like drip dry or whatever which is supposed to flush your system out of the water weight, which I don't know how healthy that is, because obviously your body needs water. It sounds but, super
0: healthy, but I'm um, gonna start doing that before I go and run.
1: <laughs> definitely be the smartest move for you to do, especially before runs yeah. in Texas. Oh no. no! If I ran,
0: it it'd have to be at night. No, which yeah. I don't run anymore. I can't. No, I had yeah. to stop running so I can gain
1: weight. Yeah, that's what that's what a lot of people do—running to like lose weight, but like. If you're not doing like actual life, Waist like kinda, yeah, if you're doing just like just cardio and that's it, you're losing out on a shitload of muscle.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's ridiculous your, how much muscle you'll lose yes. from just
1: jaw like long distance cardio. Like after that, like I want to say maybe like thirty minute point, your your body's flown through carbs or whatever and you're just dipping into your muscle stores and just burning that instead
0: take notes kids yeah stop doing cardio
1: that's a cardio it's good it has its place but unless you're trying to get like skinny skinny you gotta yeah. you gotta pick stuff up and put it down and get your protein in
0: yeah it's it's yeah you gotta you gotta know what you're doing education while like yeah. if you're trying if you're I feel like if you're an athlete in the sense of like football or somebody that's trying to put on muscle you you, you can't, you don't need to be running
1: more than 30. No, minutes. no, yeah. Especially like for if you're in football, you're going to be running a shitload already in practice and whatnot. So, oh, yeah. like, just throwing even more running on top of it. Now, I get like getting conditioned for football, like in the preseason, making sure you're still in shape and whatnot. But whenever you're in season, unless you're just hanging out on the sidelines, and you're trying to work your way up the chain to get onto the field. You more than likely won't need to, because there's. Well, so even much then,
0: running even running. then, it's it's like a different type of running. Because even yeah. like if you're training conditioning, it's still like it's almost like a hit, yeah, a high interval, yeah, that is kind true. of training. Then just... it is actually cardio, no, like no, yeah. a fifty fives or gassers or something like that. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, that's what it is different. But like it's, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, it's, it's a whole beast in of itself. And too much cardio is a bad thing if you're trying to do, like, a lean bulk.
0: Right. All right. So, for this next one, let's talk about – this is, like, um, I guess would be, like, a, a good topic for anybody that's listening that's, that wants to know the difference in training or even supplement intake for weight gain versus weight loss. Cause um, as a personal trainer, I have a lot of clients. Like some guys want to put on as much weight as possible. Mm -hmm. I have a lot more on the female side of the ones that you know they don't really want to gain strength. They just want to lose weight. Yeah. And so, like, what are some differences in like maybe you know the amount of supplements or like the type of supplements, especially like the protein powders. You know, you got you know you got the like the mass gainers that have high carbs, Mm -hmm. high sugar. Yeah. and you have the ones that are low carb low fat that's probably more geared towards that what's your what's your insight or your expertise on something like weight gain versus weight loss um
1: so for guys trying to put on weight the majority of the time regardless of what they say they usually want it to be a lean bull where they're just right, putting right. on lean muscle very few people actually want to just like just put on as much weight as possible, whether it's fat or muscle. Regardless, because, yeah. yeah, they're trying to look good whenever they still have um, that muscle on, not just a big ball of meat. You know, so um, with that, I mean, they're like those those heavy, like those weight mass gainers or whatnot. They're they're good and have their place for those people who are like. <sighs> I don't know, like really struggling or whatnot, but like whenever it comes to like protein. Like somebody like me. Yeah, so for you, I mean, honestly, you're trying to put on weight, but you're also trying to put on like that lean weight, right? Or are you just trying to just get that weight up regardless? Well...
0: well um at one point i was my uh at one point in mizzou my my body fat percentage was too low so i needed to put on fat yeah. as well
1: yeah so in that
0: because i was under that i was like that i was like three like percent which oh, makes shit. you prone to injury <laughs> so i was trying to get up to like five six percent
1: yeah so in that situation yes you would definitely want to use yeah. a mass gainer and probably throw like a the, the skinny boys out there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The skinny boys yeah so in that case you would want to use like a mass gainer where you're trying to put on some fat as well um and you could throw cytocarb in there because I think mass gainers, those t- they have more carbs, but it's still only like, I think like 30 grams of carbs, something like that. It's nothing like dramatically yeah. high. Um, yeah. But yes, people, they still throw like uh, cyto-carbs or like their real carbs. Um, stuff like that. Like real carbs is, an, is another like carbs powder, but they have like different flavors. Like I think they have like a sweet potato pie or something like that. They have a bunch of crazy flavors, oh. but um, yeah, I've heard good things about that. But yeah, that's the situation when you would want to use like a mass gainer. And the other situation where you're trying to do a lean bulk, I always advise um, a protein with low carb, low sugar. Um, right. And the calorie intake, honestly, it's not a huge deal. People burn a lot more calories throughout the day than they expect, especially if they're working out. So making sure you're getting protein in every two to three hours is going to be huge because that's going to keep your body in an anabolic state um, of Building muscle and burning fat because your body's always either in a catabolic state or an anabolic state, and catabolic is basically your body in survival mode and it holds on to fat and <clears throat> because it doesn't, it wants to like have make sure it has some nutrients just in case it doesn't get food anytime soon right. at all. So getting that your body back in that anabolic state will be huge for putting on muscle, um, especially if you're like going stupid hard in the gym. Because, um, I mean, you're breaking out your muscles, and if you just keep rebuilding those muscles, that's gonna you're going to put on that, that weight, that good weight before you know it. Because, right. like, going into college, I was... How heavy was I? I was, I think, 205, 210, something like that. And then I got my first shoulder surgery... So I couldn't work out for that those first two, three months going into college leading up to it, and I was still throwing back as much as I could just to like keep my weight up. And obviously that right. that turned into the bad weight and I looked like freaking the a mixed Pillsbury Doughboy. I was soft as <laughs> shit, bro. I was so <laughs> fluffy. Um but yeah, to making sure it's that good weight because I mean, unless you want to like do the whole just bulk and then worry about cutting back later, I feel like you, later you just might yeah. as well. I personally, I feel like you just should try knocking out two birds with one stone. Like,
0: yeah, like take take the exact take the initiative to go ahead and do it all right first instead of trying exactly. to do one thing now and then, and then backtrack. something else later. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because personally, I found that it's a lot. Easier to, which obviously your case might be different, but it's like easier to build muscle than it is to burn fat. Like actually, like (laughs) notice, notice it. Like that's the huge (laughs) issue that I've had is actually burning off that fat. Um, but yeah, so that's
0: carnivore diet. I'm try, (laughs) try for like a month,
1: bro. Try this shit, no. But uh, no, yeah. So and then for the people who are trying to lean out, um. Still getting those six meals in a day and still getting protein in every two to three hours is going to be huge because if you're trying to lean out, I mean, you still need to keep your body in that anabolic state of burning fat. Yeah,
0: it's it's actually it's a kind of counterintuitive because I'll tell a, a bunch of my clients like, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm okay, well. I'm like, what what's your eating habits? They only eat like two meals a day. I was like, You gotta eat more. Yeah. And they're like, That doesn't make sense. I'm trying to lose weight.
1: Exactly. That's
0: it's just one of those things where you still gotta, you know, put gas in the car. Exactly. You know, you still gotta put gas in the yeah, gas yeah. tank.
1: That's what I, I kind of I like to explain to people like your body's kinda of like a furnace or whatever, and the more coal you throw into it, the more it's gonna burn. So right. obviously if you absolutely overload the furnace with coal where it doesn't have it actually like there's no room for it to actually burn then you're gonna hold on to all of that but like if you're feeding it the right amount i mean you're gonna be burning it and just keep going so we had a dude come yeah. in he uh one of the one of the jobs that he has he is basically moving the entire time plus he works out so he was burning like four five thousand calories a day and he oh, was bet. and he was eating like Maybe 2,000 calories. And we're like, bro, oh, no. that's that's why you're not losing. Because, I mean, the society, I mean, they've put it into everyone's minds that, like, you got to you gotta cut back. You got to eat less. You got to starve Exactly, And that's not the yeah. case at all. I mean, obviously, everyone's going to have their own opinion on nutrition. I feel like there's so much information out there. But it's, yeah, everyone's body's different. So, I mean, to each his own. I mean, if you... If something's working for you, I mean, go with it. But like, I mean, right. like, like for keto diets, I mean, you're literally putting your body into ketosis. Which my girlfriend, she's a nurse, and if someone's going to ketosis, that's that's not good. Not good. no, no, that is <laughs> awful. Like they're they're calling nurses, bringing people up, making sure they can get it fixed, and like obviously their situation is different because they're unhealthy, and so it's right. But still,
0: anytime I hear a diet like that, like low carb or like not enough calories, I immediately think headache. (laughs) Just (laughs) headache, headache headache, all day. No, yeah. When my body, when I get a headache, that's my body telling me, bro, eat something.
1: Really? Yeah. Yep. That's because I was just. uh, That's my dad. Every time I so I would get like stupid bad headaches growing up. Like in elementary school, I would. I knew I was going to get a headache on either Monday or Tuesday. That's how bad it was. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but every Monday or Tuesday <laughs> I would get a headache. And so my dad always said, "Eat some food." But for me personally, it was sleep. I need sleep, and because that's wow. like when I was growing it's up. It's something. Yeah, it's always something. But um, yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, definitely, especially with so making sure they're still getting those six meals in, um we always suggest to get like a palm size of protein with their, if they're eyeballing right. it. Cause especially for women, they try we try to shoot for like 20 to 25 grams of protein per meal. Men, it's going to be 30 to 40 grams. And um, so for women, if they have like a scale or something, it's going to be like four to five ounces. And for men, it's going to be six to eight. And then carbs, your body needs carbs to burn fats because that's going to be your my body's energy source. And so you still need it. Uh, so that we always try to get like one fifth size of fat, which is going to be like half a cup for women and a whole cup for men. And then uh, for veggies, same thing, one fifth size, just keep it simple. But honestly, you can eat as many veggies as you want if you like them. Me, I'm absolutely awful at eating veggies. So I just use my greens powder that I have. Um, it has all the antioxidants I need, and it helps with digestion, fixes my stomach, and it also has actually like 11 servings of fruits and veggies in it. So,
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually just got covered. back on my
1: juicing. No, yeah, definitely do that yeah. for sure. Because I was doing that juice right. plus stuff for a while, but there's just, it's just so many pills. It's a pill? Yeah, so juice or not like. Going in juicing fruit, there's an actual company called Juice Plus where they have pills that you take. So if you don't get your veggies in, you just take your pills on it for like breakfast and lunch, I think, and you're set. Oh, my God, it sounds that But sounds, it was fine for a little know. bit, but those pills definitely added up after a while. Oh, I bet. Good Lord.
0: All right. Well, that's all I have on my end. Is there anything else you got on your end?
1: Um, let's see. Oh, what was, so I asked about the struggle. So what, Um, what would be the best advice you could give someone who's first starting to work out? Ooh. Cause that's a big my, one where my... like a lot of people want to start working out, but they don't know where to start. And just so they have like your information, like your side of it.
0: So my I I basically got a couple things for somebody that's like trying to get into working out, even if you're like brand spanking new or, you know, the world, you know, the realm, but you kind of like took a big break. Mm -hmm. My number one thing would be consistency. Mm -hmm. Like you got to, you know, routine. You got to like find a date. You know, if you have a busy schedule. I always got a lot of people that say uh, I don't have time to work out. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's like the biggest load of BS. No, yeah, yeah, You might not have time to go to a gym, but you can always do something. No, you have time yeah. to sleep. You have time to work out. So I always say consistency, find a routine, find a schedule that works for you. And if it, even if it's two days a week, three days a week, four or five or six, find your routine, find your schedule, put it in your calendar. And just once you get past that two, three week phase and it becomes a habit instead of a chore that's when you will really start to enjoy the process.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My second thing I'd say is um especially for um like beginners, after like don't expect results too early. Yeah. If you're in the gym after two weeks, don't expect to be jacked or see like yeah. you know, a snatch waste after like two weeks mm-hmm. for my women out there. Like stay with it, stay consistent, keep going. Um, you know, now on that, though, is,
1: since if they are just starting up, they will see the most dramatic results. Faster. Right. Right. It's whenever you've been working out for a longer period of time that you'll hit. That
0: yeah. It's plateau. when you start to plateau. But no. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, you will see results, but just, just hang in there. You'll, they'll come. if you Yeah. Just keep, keep going. Yeah. 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 And a lot just of a lot times you won't actually directly notice the results because you're seeing your body all the time. So right, it's such a small difference every every like so often. Yeah, so I mean, honestly, it'll take seeing someone who you haven't seen in a while to actually like, holy shit, you lost a lot of weight, or you've gotten freaking shredded, and they're like, oh wait a second, I guess I have. Right. Yeah. But no, yeah, that's 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 a big one because like, I mean, I've known plenty of people who were wanting to, but they didn't know where to start, how to start. And I mean, I mean, that's like with anything new that you're starting. I mean, there's always going to be questions and there's unless you stay consistent with it, it's not going to stick around because it's not something that you're used to doing. right. But yeah, I mean, getting three, three 45 minute hour workouts in a week is a great starting point if you're trying to. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Get healthy. and then movement wise, I'd say just that one's a tough one with the whole like if you've never worked out mm-hmm. and you don't have a trainer. I I, I I always say if you start with bench, squat, and deadlift, you can never go wrong.
1: Yeah, honestly, I would – as long as you're doing it right. No, yeah, as see, long as you're doing it right. Just off of that, as long as you're doing it right. I mean, I. Honestly, I feel like if you're just starting up and have absolutely no idea what to do, Either get a trainer, find a friend that knows what they're right. doing. Right, you, you need some, you need somebody because, to be because Yeah, a lot. Yeah. If you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to pick stuff up and put it down without like the right technique or like how a certain machine works, you could really injure yourself. So yeah, there goes your back. Exactly. So it's I can't tell you how many times I've seen people deadlifting in the gym, and I'm just afraid their back's gonna snap because it looks oh like a freaking arch in St. Louis, dude. <laughs> They be arching their back like crazy. I just I have to just look away and Because I mean, it's it's weird. Like gym culture is like you can't like if you see someone with a bad technique, you can't walk up to them and and be like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah like, like that's so rude. That's so, it's rude. so rude. You can't do that. But like I'm like ah, I'm afraid for your health, man. Like you're gonna fuck yeah up. But like I can't go. Like
0: say, uh, I was at the gym last week. I saw somebody squatting. Oh my gosh! You talk about like weights on their toes knees are buckling in i'm like oh my god i want to say something so bad (laughs) but i just kept my mouth shut exactly you know just i'm sitting there doing my my ab
1: machine i'm just all right well exactly i'm gonna just yeah everyone everyone takes things too personal shouldn't be like that because we just i mean if we're giving you advice we're not telling you guys that we're better than you we're just we want to make sure you don't break your back or Land on your face or pass out or whatever yeah. doing squats and that's honestly I mean that's not why but like I'm I'm paranoid as shit when it comes to like doing certain workouts now because of the injury aspect of things like with deadlifts I haven't deadlifted in ah, so long come on, Grant. dude I love deadlifting but I've seen so many videos of people's backs just popping or like breaking from deadlifting too much so I mean, once... you get at
0: least trap bar. Yeah, trap bar yeah. is safer. So
1: once I get like a belt or something like that, I'll be fine. I'll be doing that. But like, it's it's funny. I started deadlifting and like literally like a few weeks after I started back up, I saw like five videos of it, and I was like, ah, ah I gotta stop. I can't do this. No, it's funny you said that because actually,
0: I'm I'm doing so right. My current program right now is uh, I'm doing. It's called test training. So I do. So I get on bench press. I put on two twenty five. I do a set of one, set of two, set of three, set of four, set of five, set of six. I add a rep each set. And right this this upcoming week, I'm going like sets of seven. And I do that for two twenty five on bench. I do it for three fifteen on squat. And I do it for four hundred five on deadlift. And so like squat set of one, set of two, set of three, set of four, set of five. And so I got to the deadlift because I'm trying to get my deadlift back up. I haven't really deadlifted in a while. I would trap bar, but not barbell. Yeah, bro. I did set of I did a set of mine set of one two and three on deadlift bro that set of three bro no i told bro oh my gosh (laughs) i was so nervous (laughs) because i'm lifting and like you know how you're trying you know how like you said about the arch you try not to arch but sometimes you feel like you are yeah i thought about snap something bro i was like i gotta chill out that's
1: what i mean even like the slightest like especially like us knowing what it feels like to deadlift correctly right like whenever you're doing those higher reps and you just feel even the slightest movement of out of like your like back being out of some place su-
0: like suspect yeah. yeah
1: you're just like ah, ah, ah what do i do but oh uh, yeah it's... it's like all right next movement exactly we're done now but uh, yeah it's yeah deadlift is one of the deadlift and squat are one of those where like i'm iffy on Cause like
0: squat, yeah. Whoa.
1: I'm bro. On I, I have bad knees as is, and just point your feet out. No, I see. That's what I've heard. Toes. People that you're supposed to do that. I've heard that you're not supposed to do that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do leg press because I can throw on as much weight <laughs> as I want, <laughs> and and I can get hit my quads, and I'm good, man. I'm not gonna hit too much back, which I can live without. I'll do back somewhere else, but. Yeah. well look for for people listening with with all this being said you do
0: what's comfortable and you know your body better than anybody else so yeah. like you said man if you're comfortable with squat don't force yourself to squat mm-hmm.
1: that's what i'll do like, like you know yeah yeah i can do like light squat. Right. like i'll do like yeah yeah but like when it gets past that like when it gets closer to 300 i'm like yeah i'm that, that ah, struggle range, yeah. yeah. That's what, like, it's. I mean, I can do it. It's just like now that I'm not at Mizzou, and if I get injured, I can't just go to the trainer and like everything's gonna be fine. Like, right? Like, we're in the real world now. If I get injured, it's on me. I gotta worry about those bills myself, and yeah, you know, not something. I'm don't, don't
0: get, don't get caught up in trying to squat more than the person next to you on the rack.
1: Exactly. So that's also a huge thing as well try not to like I mean obviously one upping someone is good but like in the weight room it can be dangerous if you're pushing yourself past limits that you know you can't do right for sure but yeah man but yeah so I think uh, yeah I mean that's I think yeah that's all I have man
0: all right well, that's all we have for this episode. I'd like to thank you for your time and coming the podcast, Grant. Of course, yeah.
1: Thanks for having me, man.
0: No problem, and then, uh, maybe we can get some uh, some anime and like superhero fight podcasts. There and you stuff go. Going on later, <laughs> some fun, some fun stuff. Hell yeah, let's do it. But uh, but all right, thanks for listening to Ivy Talks, brought to you by Ivy IV Productions. Signing off.